We are live. This is Fresh Off the Grill Podcast, your main number one podcast for all the MMA news. How's it going today? Oh, just wonderful. Bright, sunshiny day. Brings the mood up. Not depressing in the least. It's been raining all day, but at least it's not hot. So. Yeah, it was wicked nice today, temperature-wise. Yeah. But um, before we get into some MMA news, shout out to Manny Pacquiao becoming the world's oldest welterweight champ in boxing by defeating Keith Thurman, who was previously undefeated by split decision the other day. He's on the up and up, I guess, huh? He's on a bit of a win streak right now. Do you think this could lead to Floyd Mayweather coming out of retirement to fight Manny Pacquiao again? That's what he wants. I mean, word on the street is, doesn't Floyd need some money because of, like, alimony or something? There's always... Child support? (laughs) No, I don't think that would be it. It would be taxes. I don't know how you can have that much money and still owe money. Because you don't pay taxes. I mean, I knew he didn't read, but... Yeah, he's an idiot. (laughs) If you got that kind of money, you don't have, like, an accountant or something like that doing all your books. That's usually the first thing you get. It's just very stupid. I just thought Pacquiao looked very impressive, mainly because of his age. He's keeping his speed. That's usually one of the first things to go when you start to age. Speed and chin. Mostly speed, though. He still got a pretty good chin. He took some shots. He actually dropped Thurman one time in the first round and then almost again in the 10th. And being at the lower weight classes is that much more impressive because down there it's nothing but speed. Everyone's fast. Right. Do you think the Floyd Mayweather fight may happen? I'm going to say no. Because Pacquiao looks better now than when he took the fight against Mayweather. Yeah. Well, and Mayweather retired undefeated. Yeah, I don't see him coming back. Not again. He's not that much older. I'd older. watch it. I wouldn't pay for it. Oh, I'd definitely watch it. And I hate boxing pay-per-views. It's kind of bullshit. They're all like 80 bucks For one fight. No, there'll be an undercard, but I am not as big a fan of boxing as I used to be, so I can't really justify it in my head throwing away that much money. Usually just try to find a place that's playing it and I'll watch it there. Talking about John Jones again. Of course. Always talking about John Jones. He's his own worst enemy. Yeah. The the greatest uh, threat to his title, you said? The greatest threat to him is himself. Yeah. Which is 100% true. Because he's a trash human. He's definitely garbage. Always getting in trouble of the stupidest shit, too. This time choking a cocktail waitress at a strip club. Oh, I thought it was a stripper. No, it wasn't even a stripper. It was a fucking cocktail waitress. You put her in the rear naked choke? Yeah, you put her in a rear naked choke, and then Derek said he threw her on a table and then slapped her pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? Even Jones. Even to a stripper, who's going to do that? Cocaine's a hell of a drug, Rob. It definitely is, and it's working. Seems to be having quite a bit of fun. But how are you going to go and do that? I mean, that's not even something normal you do to a stripper. you got to at least ask for permission to go over that pat and pussies. And usually they don't let you do that on the floor. Yeah, you got to go to the VIP room for that. Yeah, and get a massage. Fucking stupid. I don't know. The good guys club, wherever we went in uh, D.C., it seemed like you could do that if you wanted. No, I don't even think you could do that there. You only can lick your lips and throw money. Creepiest experience ever. Disgusting. Filled with garbage humans. He only got a misdemeanor for this, so it's not going to have any. He's not going to have any legal troubles as far as he shouldn't competing in UFC or otherwise. He shouldn't. No, 
It's just incredibly stupid of him to keep doing shit that could potentially get him in trouble. I don't know how that's not an assault, and I don't know if that is an assault. I don't know how that's not more than a misdemeanor. I don't even know where he was to say based on the state's laws, but I know he's from Albuquerque. A little bit different there. Just a complete and utter idiot. Keep throwing himself under the bus, ruining his own legacy. He's not getting any fans by doing what he's doing either. By choking out cocktail waitresses? Just getting into legal trouble. I want to do it because it's fun. Fun to do bad things. To drive into a car. But did you know that you could perhaps kill somebody? Yes, but I wanted to do hood stuff for my friend. He's 1-0 for that. For legal trouble, he's like 4 or 5-0. and oh. Always on the up and up. Yeah, I mean, he kind of even got away from hitting that pregnant lady. Yep. Never did jail time. I'd get in quite a bit of trouble if I hit a pregnant lady. Hmm. Think it'd be okay. Maybe. Sorry, officer. I... I didn't know I couldn't do that. You watched the fights this weekend, Gabe? No, I didn't. Sure you did. Just say it. <laughs> Lie to the people. No, but I did pick 100% correctly. I don't even need to watch the fights. Fucking and stupid. I'm always right. That's the second time this has happened. Maybe we should start doing Gabe's lock of the week. Go ahead, because you don't know anybody. It would be much more of a sure thing, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Who's your lock of the no, Actually, your lock of the week's probably the same as mine would be. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get into that later. First fight of the night, we have Andre Olovsky defeating Ben Rothwell in an uninspiring effort. Basically, nothing but two sloppy heavyweights throwing jabs at each other for three rounds. Ben Rothwell does this thing that's fucking ridiculous. He throws this half jab hook and he dips his right head down. I don't know how Arlovsky... I actually saw that in the last fight. I don't know how Arlovsky didn't throw a left kick at his head every time he did that. That shit was ridiculous. Just asking to be kicked in the head. I mean, this is just showing the lack of depth in the heavyweight division of the UFC. Both of these guys shouldn't be competing at the high level that they're competing. There's just not many heavyweights, not many good heavyweights. That's what we're stuck with. Fucking Arlovsky has to be over 40. Yeah, he's up there. I think he's 40-41. Still not the oldest Russian on this card. No. Well, is Arlovsky Russian or is he Polish? He's from Belarus, which is basically Russian. Yeah. He was behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. It's <laughs> the same thing. He was definitely the hairiest, though. Definitely the hairiest. And most homophobic, too. Well, that's that counts for something. Homophobia? Yes. Oh, it was pretty funny during the... In the ESPN post-fight interview, he's like, they asked him some question and unrelated, he's like, oh, all you guys talking about my fucking glass chin, how's that for glass chin, you faggots? And he had to come out and apologize afterwards. Yeah, because they're owned by ESPN, they can't be fucking spouting out shit like that no. now. They get in trouble for swearing in the octagon, let alone fucking... They can't even swear what is, anymore. What is that called? Uh, it's like a sexist epithet or whatever they say. Mm, it's hate speech, I guess. I guess you can call I it that. Yes. If you're from around here, where we're from, that's just part of the local vocab. It's a little different, yeah. They can't even swear anymore. They have a new rule called the Ally Canto rule. Can't swear in your post-fight speeches. Everything gets not even bleeped out. It just gets completely silent. Volume turned down, mics run cold. You have Alexander Hernandez getting completely gifted a decision against Francisco Trinado. I thought he lost that fight everywhere. 
Ryan and I were so sure. We were like, oh, he definitely lost that fight. And when they said split decision, we were confused. And when they announced him as the winner, I was even more confused. He definitely didn't win that fight. He didn't look good. He was backing up the whole time. He could not take Trinaldo down. Trinaldo was just too strong. He would shrug him off. And then he'd circle around the cage again. He even looked like he was losing the stand-up exchanges. His face was all beat up afterwards. Well, he had to win to will my picks into existence. My perfection, Rob. You see? That's stupid. And I don't like it. (laughs) And I picked him too. And I thought he lost that fight. It was also his home state. Maybe the judging there was a little bit wonky because of it, but he did not win that fight. I thought the judges traveled for the fights. The UFC just, did they just go with whoever is commissioned by... UFC is no say in judges. They get decided by the state's athletic commission. Okay. But not all the states have uh, judges that are probably familiar with the sport. No, some judges will go state to state. They have to be licensed in every state, though. Like, if they're going to judge, they have to be licensed in that state. Sure. So you'll see runoff from judges from time to time from state to state. I just thought this this was probably the worst decision of the year. Total of 10 decisions, which is tied a couple times over for the most decisions in a single UFC event. Yeah, thankfully I didn't watch the prelims. Yeah, that's That's for, too long. That's probably why the main card started late. Yeah, that's that was the majority of them right there. I mean, you can have a good fight go to a decision, but from what I saw, I didn't think the Arlovsky and Ben Rothwell fight was very good. Nor did I think Leon Edwards and Rafael Dos Anjos was very good. I thought that one was all right. Yeah, and that's a 25-minute all right. Yeah, I started nodding off towards the end because that was past midnight when it was starting to air. I was getting sleepy. So sleepy. Did you guys watch it after the debacle of a movie night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I took a seat in your room and I was like, not even a seat. I took a step in there, and I was like, I can't do it without the AC. I was already sweating buckets. Too hot. Too fucking hot. Way too goddamn hot. And I was covered in bug spray, so I feel like it was just clogging up my pores, making me even hotter. I gotta get a new AC in there. It's a fucking unbearable. These next three fights saved the card. All in the first round. Yeah. I was about to say all in the first minute of the first round, but Dan Hooker defeating James Vick by KO in round one. That took a little bit longer. That was about halfway through the first round. I got two minutes and 33 seconds in yeah. my notes. James Vick can't fight at lightweight anymore. He looks way too depleted, way too fucking drug addict-y. Did, did he have a bad cut? or He you... always has a bad cut. He's like six foot four. Yeah. Six foot four trying to cut down to 155. That's it's a lot to drop. You don't need to be the tallest man in the division. That's not always beneficial. He was knocked out violently by Justin Gaethje and violently by Dan Hooker. And he lost a fight in between those where he almost got knocked out again by Paul Felder. Paul Felder who beat him with a punctured lung. That's quite the accomplishment on its own. It's either off to Bellator or up to 170 for him. He can't keep fighting at lightweight. It's not a smart decision health-wise for him. Decent fight though. Dan Hooker looked pretty good. He hit him with a left hook from hell. Put him out. Good fight. Probably the best fight on the card, actually. Well, somebody named Hooker should know how to throw hooks, Rob. That's true. (laughs) Didn't think of that one. Well, the originator of the hook punch was actually uh, John Lee Hooker. Oh, I thought you were going to throw a prostitute joke in there. Oh, 
No. John Lee Hooker is like a blues guitar player too, so I'm just bullshitting, obviously. Next, we have everyone's favorite UFC edition, Greg Hardy, knocking out Juan Adams in the first round. Not his fastest knockout, but pretty close to. About 45 seconds. Yeah. His girlfriend, she doesn't have quite the chin as his opponent. That was also more of a verbal submission. (laughs) That's what it goes in the books by. I don't want to say Greg Hardy didn't beat him, but Juan Adams definitely helped in beating himself. He shot in for a sloppy takedown and then repeatedly let Greg Hardy hit him in the head. And Dan Margliotta gave him a bunch of shots to save the fight. He told him at least twice to move, defend yourself, or I'm going to stop the fight. He ate 40 unanswered shots and then got up and protested the stoppage. I mean, you got to love it. Even if they're not powerful shots, that's 40 shots. You know, defend yourself. Yeah, generally, the person who gets punched the least in the face wins the fight. Sometimes. Well, I was just being John Madden about it. I've seen a couple of fights with people getting dominated to come back and win it. Yeah, but that it's usually going to be some kind of counter striker. No. Next fight, Walt Harris defeating that piece of shit Alexi Olenek <laughs> in like 13 seconds. I like the haircut. Don't pick someone based on a haircut, especially when Why? their You're hairline gonna... starts in the middle of their fucking head. You're going to pick someone based on their name. Yeah, that's funny. This guy's fucking hair is ridiculous. And he should probably retire. He's like 43 years old. Horrible. Horrible. He looked like shit. He got turned around. Besides the haircut. Yeah. (laughs) He got turned around and hit with a straight left from hell. Put him out cold. And he fell very awkwardly. Where it almost looked like he wasn't out, but then the ref moved him and he just collapsed. It was a bad loss. Very bad loss. Good win for Walt Harris. In the main event of the night, we have Leon Edwards winning a lopsided decision against Rafael Dos Anjos. I think he won like 49-46 across all scorecards. Good win for him. Not an overly exciting fight. Rafael Dos Anjos is the gatekeeper at 170 now. Everyone's fighting him. If you look at his Wikipedia page, you'll see... It's a bunch of up-and-comers. It's like I No, said, not even. You'll see everybody on there it's like i said before this he's the stepping stone he really is but if you look at his record there isn't a name he hasn't fought robbie lawler cowboy cerrone leon edwards eddie alvarez i mean the only names not on his list are like conor mcgregor and gsp he might have had the hardest ufc fights out of anyone if you go career wise just ridiculous the onslaught he's had to endure And he's won a good amount of them, too. Leon Edwards just too big, too rangy, too fast, striking a bit too good. And he kept him at the distance, and he opened him up with a nasty elbow right over the eye. I thought the fight was going to get stopped. It was horrible. Looked like a goat's vagina did it. A little bit, yeah. Almost that deep. Anyone not knowing that, Joe Rogan said that about Marvin Eastman against Vitor Belfort back in the early 2000s. Strange, strange comparison. I don't know how you ever think about that. He was probably as high as Giraffe Pussy when he said it. Oh, definitely. Always so high. After the fight, we have Leon Edwards calling out Jorge Masvidal again. You say again? Did they fight before? Yeah. Jorge pieced him up in the background. 
During an interview, he hit him with three punches. <laughs> Leon Edwards was talking shit. Jorge walked up to him with his hands behind his back. And then Leon, I guess, put up his hand so Masvidal hit him with a three-piece and a soda. Did he give him the mashed potatoes and gravy on the side? No sides. It's no sides. No sides. But he did cut his eye. That's when everyone started to realize how good Masvidal was and how fun he is. Now he's a fan favorite. I've always liked him. All right, you want to get on to... Next week's fights? Yeah. Well, this week's fights. Yeah. That'll do it for that card. Now let's look forward to UFC 240, Holloway versus Edgar. This card's not really full of big names. No. You basically got the main event. You got the co-main event. That's about it. Not even the whole co-main event. One half of it. Guarantee most UFC fans or fight fans haven't heard of Felicia Spencer. You do have a couple of people that you've heard of, but this card is definitely lacking the name value. Definitely going to make people hesitant to buy it, the casual fans. Some of the pay-per-views, I mean, with the amount of fights they've had going on, some of the pay-per-views are kind of questionable. I kind of like them having a pay-per-view once a month, but in July, for some reason, they're doing two of them, and this is definitely lacking star power. Now, with that being said, most of the time... When a card lacks the name value, the fights actually end up being pretty good, I think. It's those smaller guys trying to make a name for themselves. First fight of the night, we have Mark andre Barrialt versus Christoph Jocko. I'm going with Christoph Jocko on this one. I'm going Jocko as well. Uh, purely for the experience, he's got more fights under his belts, and he's got three-inch reach. He's been in the UFC longer, too. So, I think that's a no-brainer. We have Olivier Aubin Mercier versus our man Sarukian. I mean, how could you not go with our man? Exactly. I'm not. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking stupid. I had to make the joke. Call back to the 420 special episode. I'm going with Olivier Aubin Mercier, the Canadian gangster. That's what he goes by. Wears fanny packs and has a mustache. Honestly, didn't want to pick him because of the creepy mustache. And not Uncle Creepy, just Creepy. It's it's disgusting. He looks like he owns a van. White one, no windows, it's dirty. A grape van, if you will. Fresh grapes every day. Next fight, we've got Jeff Neal versus Nico Price. Don't know much about Jeff Neal. I've actually never heard of him, nor seen him fight out of all these fighters. I usually hear, at least hear of them all. Can't recall him. I'm taking Nico Price. <laughs> Same exact reasoning here. I don't know if it's his first time in the UFC. Just not very familiar with him at all. Yeah. Up next, we have the return of the Cyborg. And probably her last UFC fight. Because Dana White doesn't want to re-sign her. Chris Cyborg, the minus 625 favorite. Versus the plus 450 underdog Felicia Spencer. I'm going with Cyborg and that's Rob's lock of the week. That's also my lock of the week. Is Cyborg. Because obviously. Especially when you look at this whole card. Despite what that mean lesbian did to her, she's still a bad bitch. Yeah, she's got more than twice the fights of her opponent. More than twice the amount of wins. Most of which are KOs. Felicia Spence is also more of a wrestler. She's not going to be stronger than Cyborg. She's not going to be able to take not her down. Not many people are stronger than Cyborg. No. She's, she's going to be hungry coming from her loss. She's going to make an example of her. 
I hope they give her the Amanda Nunez rematch after this. She says she wants it. She deserves it. They're the top two female fighters of all time, in my opinion. I don't see how Dana doesn't make that fight. He's been saying Cyborg doesn't want it. Yeah, that's bullshit. Dana White's also a liar. He said that women would never fight in the UFC. And then they were in the UFC. So, he can go fuck himself. I hate Dana White. Fucking piece of shit. He really is. Dana probably hangs out with Roger Goodell because he's a fucking clown. He hangs out with Donald Trump. He did one of his speeches when he was running, too. And he was redder than Trump was orange. It was pretty funny. It's an impressive feat with himself. He gets so red. He's the reddest man on earth. He's a fucking tomato. You ready for the main event? Oh, yeah. One of the tougher ones for me to pick in recent memory based on how much I like both fighters and their styles. We have the minus 400 favorite champion Max Holloway defending his title against the plus 300 underdog Frankie Edgar. I'm going with Max, and I don't agree that he should be this large of a favorite. I'm actually thinking of a betting on this fight just because the last time I bet on a fight was similar circumstances where they just count someone out when I don't understand why they would be such an underdog. Especially with Max just coming off a loss. Uh, let me start by saying this is going to be a hell of a fight. And no disrespect to Matt, but I got to go with Frankie Edgar in this one. He's just one of my favorite fighters in the sport today. And he might be seeing some money coming his way. Not really. It's going to come to my pocket. But, you know, if he wins, hopefully. I got to go with Max only be he's one of my favorite fighters to watch right now. He's either my second or favorite overall. We'll call it now. This could be one of the fights, best fights of the year. Oh, easily. The pace that both of these keep up the striking, mixing Frankie's wrestling, Max's better anti-wrestling now, it definitely could be a very good fight, one of the best of the year. Easily going to win fight of the night unless something comes out of nowhere. I don't see it happen. These two fighters always push forward. No. Looking at this card again, it's not going to happen. I'm really looking forward to this fight and also not looking forward to it at the same time. Just because I like both fighters, I don't want to see one of them lose. I mean, they could have a draw. I hate draws. But I don't really see that happening for a championship fight either. Frankie already has one draw in a championship fight against Gray Maynard a bunch of years back. Yeah, they battled back and forth for many years. And now Gray Maynard sucks and Frankie doesn't. Yeah. Good for him. And that'll take us into this week's Missed Connections. I never asked for this feeling. I never thought I would fall. I never This one's local Boston, and it's labeled as not safe for work. Fat old men 65 and plus are the best. I am exclusively attracted to men that are 65 to about 80, and that weigh from 280 pounds to 380 pounds. Masculinity is also appreciated. Now these are all capitalized, so just imagine someone yelling this at you. I am not attracted to men that work out. Go to the gym are fit, or waver in any way from the description I've provided. I am not attracted to men under the age of someone in their 60s or 70s, nor am I attracted to men that weigh less than the upper 200s. I like fat old men. 
I like to show them pleasure and make them feel good. I like to experience mutual satisfaction with fat old men. Hope I've made my point. Did you get that? I only like men in their 60s and 70s that are very fat, heavy, and obese. I am in shape, fit, athletic, middle-aged guy. Doesn't that confuse the shit out of you, lol? Does this dude have like some kind of weird like Santa Claus? I don't know. Fetish or... He probably had an uncle that was old and fucked him and was fat. <laughs> Just get it through your thick head. I only like old fat men. That's the only guys I like to pleasure. So fucking weird. That was the first one on the page today on Craigslist. We've been having an easy time finding misconnections lately. There must be something in the air. There's never going to be a shortage of weirdos, that's for sure. Mm, especially not on Craigslist. Those are the only people that still use Craigslist. It's, oh, yeah. It's one of the darkest places on the web now. Easily. Even though they got rid of casual encounters. But I think they just post in misconnections because I've been seeing them while I look for our misconnections. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Want to plug and get out? Oh, I'll plug it all right. <laughs> Don't plug any old Batman while you're here. Preferably not. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns or want to suggest topics for another show, you can email us at freshoffthegrillpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at freshoffthegrillpod. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or wherever podcasts are sold and or you listen them to. You can check out my other podcast, Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network on YouTube and iTunes. And you can check out my movie review podcast, Cinema Apocalypse Now, Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz. You can also leave us a viewer voicemail on the Anchor.fm app. And that'll about do it for us. Adios. Peace. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Did you not eat at all today? No, I did. I had a small one. That sounded like a lion. I had a. I just had like a PB and J and like. Yeah, that's what I had. Some some crumbs, like chips. You sounded like Simba learning a roar over there. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna make some beef stroganoff in a minute. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of beef stroganoff, our next fight has no Russians in it. <laughs> Talk about that segue. Yeah. File the police report. So she was still awake. So you're saying it was a DQ then? No, he got the win. He yeah. beat her. Fair and square. Just she gave up. Couldn't take it. Okay. I'm gonna cut that out. Why? <laughs> Sounds a little too stupid.
Excuse me. <laughs>